The Barn Isle, an equestrian podcast, episode six, injuries and fear and the mindset to make it work. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? Welcome to The Barn Isle. My name is Denise Yule and I'm your host and I want to thank you for tuning in this week. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a USHJA certified hunter jumper trainer. I'm a barn owner. I have over 30 years professional experience in the industry and I want to pay it forward to all of you by sharing my experience and provide ideas to help you with your riding and your horse. The main purpose of this podcast is to offer everyday conversations just like one you might have while you're hanging out in the stables with your friends. Hello there. I hope you're having a good day wherever you are. I am on location in beautiful Wilsonville, Oregon for the Oregon Summer Classic. It's the first horse show I have been to in uh, Zone 9 since COVID has happened. And I'm really happy to be riding and showing. The horse show management has done a fantastic job of making the facility and the horse show run smoothly while still trying to preserve social distancing. Everybody has been wearing face coverings. It's been really great. So uh, I have a history of spinal issues. My riding career, especially over the last few years, has been a little bit hit and miss. I got a new horse for my 50th birthday, and in the time that I've owned him, I've never really gotten an opportunity to ride and compete and really get to know my horse. When I first imported him, it was just when my back started to really go bad. I was starting to have this hip pain, and I thought, oh, it's just the arthritis in my hip, blah, 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 you know, suck it up, buttercup. As it turned out, it got worse and worse and worse, and here I am trying to ride this new horse, as well as doing all the other training things that I have to do. Time went on, it's just like, man, you know, something is wrong, I just can't do this. As it turned out, I had a cyst in my back. Uh, It was in my spine, uh, pushing on the spinal cord, so it was affecting all the nerves going down my right leg. I ended up with back surgery nine months into owning this horse. I'm fortunate enough that I have family members that ride well, and I handed the reins over to my niece's boyfriend who did a fantastic job with him. I had my back surgery, and when I started back riding again, I definitely had a fear factor going on. And even though I'm a professional rider, there is a fear element that comes into play and I don't know how many people will admit it but it's it's real and having had the back surgery having been out of the saddle for three months to recover from that as well as being in the saddle prior to the surgery and being in excruciating pain it you know it took a little bit to try and get back into the groove of things I started showing my horse and he was fantastic. Then I had him trip and fall with me in a schooling area. You know, I don't know if it was just, if it was the footing, you can always blame the footing, right? If it was the footing, if it was just bad luck, bad timing or whatever. And that sort of rattled me because here I was 
three months post-surgery and I had my horse fall down with me in the schooling area. So that rattled my cage a little bit. Um, you know, I just tried to work through it, work through, on any horse I was riding, the, the, the nervousness and the fear I had of falling down. Now, a little bit of history to that. Many years ago, when I had my first child, I was getting ready for a horse show, and I think my daughter was mm, about six, seven months old. I was just casually hacking a horse in the ring, and it tripped big time. I just got pile-driven into the ground. It was a few days before traveling out of state to go to a horse show. I had a camper to drive down. I had my seven-month-old coming with me. And I had a whole new look on mortality as a human being after having a child. I had a lot of neck issues after that fall. It took me a long time to even want to canter a horse again because of the fear of a horse tripping and falling just out of the blue, something completely out of my control. And rationally, I knew that was something completely out of my control. But, you know, the sympathetic side of me was pretty freaked out. So moving forward 20, 25 years from that point, having my new fancy jumper from France trip and fall with me really kind of brought back some old feelings of I am mortal, I'm not invincible, and I'm getting old and I'm going to get hurt. So at that point, I decided, well, he's too nice of a horse for me. If I'm going to be injured and uncomfortable and not able to ride him to his full potential, so maybe I should just sell him. You know, because he hurts my body too much. He jumps too hard, hurts my neck. So I made that decision to put him on the market. Again, I had my niece's boyfriend ride him and show him, and he did a fantastic job with him. And the horse did quite well. And I was thinking, you know, oh, this is great. Somebody will snatch him up. He's a nice horse. He's got a lot of potential. It's sort of a waste for me to have a horse that... I can't ride to the potential that he has. A season goes by, the horse is for sale. He goes to some nice shows, gets some nice placings. A lot of tire kickers, but nobody really showed much interest in him. So by the end of the show season, and this was last year, by the end of the show season, I was dealing with a couple things. I was dealing with my neck pain still, and it had come to my attention that I perhaps needed surgery, and my insurance wouldn't cover the surgery as they felt it was not medically necessary. So I was walking around, you know, constant headaches, numbness in my fingers, losing strength, and basically feeling terrible. And with this really nice horse that I really, really liked, and I wanted to ride, but I didn't ride because I thought I would not do him justice. There was a point in the summer when I realized I had to completely change my way of thinking about where I was in my riding career. As a 50-plus rider, 
I am beginning to learn what my limitations are and accepting who I am. And that's a pretty big mindset change for somebody who has been a perfectionist her whole life. I realized it really doesn't matter if I only show this horse in the meter 10s or the meter 20s. If I'm enjoying my horse and doing what I love to do, I should be happy with that. So the end of last year, I went down to Sunshine Series and Thermal, and I said, you know, at the end of the first week, if you don't have anybody seriously interested in this horse, you know, I'm, I'm going to take him back. I'm just going to ride him. It doesn't matter what I'm going to ride him in. I'm just going to enjoy my horse. So I did. I took him back. Second week of Sunshine Series, I, I showed, I started in the meter 10s. First day, I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. This is way too small. Then I think I did the 15s. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is way too small. And moved up to the meter 20s. And I'm really happy I did that because it showed me that I could step in, enjoy my horse, and do the job I needed to do. Over the winter, the neck pain got worse and worse and worse. I got reevaluated by my surgeon. He said, you know, you really need to get this fixed. They resubmitted the paperwork and the imaging to my insurance company, and fortunately, they did approve one level of a multi level surgery, but, you know, it was something. So, in the spring of this year, I had neck surgery. I was very fortunate because I was probably one of the last elective surgeries that happened uh, before the hospital shut down because of the COVID crisis. You know, if there's a silver lining to the COVID crisis, it's that I got to stay home and take care of myself for the first time ever rather than pushing myself and got some good rehabilitation on my neck and shoulders and I started riding my horse. So now it's August. It's my first show of the season. I started in the meter 20s this week. I originally was going to start in the meter 10s. The gentleman who coaches me looked at me like I was an alien and had a look of disappointment on his face. I know he didn't intend to, but you know, it kind of gave me a kick in the pants. So I showed in the meter 20s and it went fantastic. So the next day I stepped up into the meter 30s, I did it. And the whole point of this rambling on is the change of mindset that I have had has been so important. So many people said, hey Denise, that was a great ride, you looked so relaxed, you looked so confident, you really rode great. If they only knew what had been going on inside me, the turmoil, the nerves, and everything and I realized that there is a skill I have learned over my life that mindset is everything and it sounds really cliche and people talk about mindset all the time but somehow I've been able to find a place where I shut off the rest of the world I take a deep breath and I step in the ring and I do the job at hand even though I was terrified, even though I was sick to my stomach, even though I thought the jumps looked huge to me because I haven't jumped that big in a very long time, I went in and did it. I'm flattered that people said I looked great. Of course, I watch my videos and I pick it apart and I could have done this and I could have done that and I need to lose more weight and, you know, this, that and the other thing. But in the big picture, 
I walked away from that round yesterday feeling really, really happy and really, really satisfied with what I had done. So the moral of the story is never give up, focus on what's important to you, and find a way to make it work. So that's all I have for you this time. I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again soon in the barn aisle. Have a great one. Hi there, it's Denise again. I hope you're enjoying my podcast and finding my segment somewhat useful to your daily life around the barn. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics for my show, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I can be found at Barn Isle Podcast. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll be talking to you next week. Have a great one.